You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this your boy Frank Gore. You li- I'm listening to a 49 er rush. Niners all day. That's brain sits home, baby. Let's go. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What's good, baby? We got 49ers Rush Prime Time. <laughs> this is where we are today because uh, practice and classes are in full swing. So we're a lot later than usual. And I, I get that. And I'm sorry for the inconvenience. But man, I just got off the practice field uh, with my boys team and all that stuff. And so, hey, man, let's jump on here. Let's talk some football. Let's have a good time. Let's see how it goes. There's so much 49ers news. So what we're trying to do today, we're going to put a big bow on the Chiefs game. We're going to go through a lot. We got a lot of press conference tidbits from the mad scientist himself, Juan Salas. So just want to say thank you to him. But as we go through this, we're going to be looking kind of back in the past, and we're looking forward. We've got 49ers transactions. we got people that have been waived. We've got an awesome giveaway announcement, which I'm really excited to talk about as well. So there's a lot of stuff going on in today's episode, and I'm pumped to talk about it because, man, th- this is what we've been waiting for. Uh, you know, we've got football to talk about. Uh, did a Patreon breakdown this morning at about 5 o'clock in the morning, which was awesome. You know, the NFL's being kind of a butthead and not letting out, you know, the All-22 and all that stuff. But, man, we've got a lot of stuff to get to, and I'm super pumped about it. And do want to say thank you to the Countdown crew. Hashtag CC's in there. I love it. You guys are awesome. Uh, <laughs> Jay Cord says, I should be the 49ers mascot. I don't think you're wrong. And they are red cheeks. I've been out in the sun yelling at children all day. Uh, it is a passion of mine. Now, let's jump into some of this these transactions. Uh, the NFL changed the way that they're doing cutdowns um, every single year, it seems like, trying to figure out what the best way is and how to kind of incorporate everything they're looking for. 
And so after each preseason game, they have to cut five. And then after the third preseason game, that's the huge chunk where they cut down everything. So not only did they have to waive players through injury and all that kind of stuff, which they made room for, they added two players. They claimed cornerback Devontae Harris off of waivers. He was a fifth-round pick out of Illinois State in 2018. Um, the Bengals drafted him. He's bounced around a little bit, 30 career starts. And then we also signed Michael Kendricks. You know, he was with Seattle for a little while, linebacker. He was a second-round pick back in 2012 by the Eagles. Um, and he's a cow guy, so he's somewhat of a local guy. And so th there's a lot of good stuff there. 104 career starts with him, but he only played in one game last year. More veteran signings. Before training camp, the whole goal is you want to bring in youth with upside. Learn the playbook, see if they fit, see if they can be a cornerstone type player, whatever else. Not anymore. That's not where we're at. You have to get guys that know how to play because we're short on time. And so not so much camp bodies, but veteran guys that, again, will you know, no learning curve can step in and make those plays. A lot of this, you know, that Michael Kendricks signing, that was huge. You know, that has to do with disease because, you know, you've got, you've got to get some guys in there that can get some snaps. He took all of his reps today in practice at the same position. That's where he's going to kind of be playing. Um, now, eh, you bring these guys in, that eh, I means some guys got to go. And the players that were waived, probably the biggest notary one that was that was left, uh, Josh Rosen. Uh, Rosen season has come, and it has gone. Um, it is Sudfeld time now. Josh Rosen is. I liked him. I was hoping he was going to win this battle. He did not. He got a shot, and so you can't. You know, if you're Josh Rosen supporter, which I, I don't know if they're still out there. You've got to be able to say, hey, you know, they gave him almost a full half, and. It didn't work out, and so he had a shot. He missed. I, I think this probably is one of the last straws. I think he'll get picked up on a practice squad somewhere. Uh, First-round quarterbacks always get their thing, and I'll be honest with you guys. I, I was wrong. I was pretty high on Rosen um, before the draft, whenever he drafted. Uh, it just didn't work out. It just has not worked out at all. Um, so best of luck to him. Tight end Joshua Perkins, who actually played really, really well in the preseason game. They went ahead and waived him. Uh, I think when Jordan Matthews came on and proved that he could make that transition, which he did very, very well. We'll talk about Matthews at the end of this episode. It, it kind of meant, all right, Joshua, it's time for him to go. Cornerback Ken Webster didn't really get a lot of time. Um, we saw him a little bit last year, but they moved on. And probably the one that hurt me the most. Oh, this one hurt. Austin Watkins Jr., the paid. Oh, it hurt. We always have that one undrafted free agent, Jim, rookie pick, or not pick, again, free agent, that we always cling to, man. Matt Breida, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you just keep going on. Kendrick Bourne was one. There's Michael Hasty, all that stuff. It was Austin Watkins this year. They're gone. This is going to be the first time with this front office, no undrafted free agent rookie is going to make this initial roster. It ain't happening. Uh, maybe something crazy could happen. But it's not happening. And I think that's a testament to a lot of things. This roster is no joke. You remember those first two years when they signed like 30 undrafted free agents? They only signed six. <laughs> and so, like, this is small potatoes. Because the roster is just so deep. It's just what it is. It's a different place to go in and compete. It's different. And, man, Khalil, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kali Young, uh, he's awesome. He says, uh, Jonas Griffin looked good on Saturday. He could possibly fill in for Aziz. It seems like Jonas in practice and in the preseason game, he's just playing Mike. 
It's like they have basically said now, last year he did play a little bit of Will and Sam, but this year they're saying, look, you're Fred's replacement. That's his job. They're trying to see how much he can handle. Jonas Griffith's making this roster. I've been saying that since day one. We had him on last year. That dude balled out. Um, he He's like a mini Fred. Not mini. He might be a little bit bigger than Fred, actually, height and weight. But, I mean, Fred Warner's a huge linebacker. There's not a lot like him. And, man, Jonas played well. I'm with you, uh, Kali. I, I think that's awesome. So, anyway, before we move on, I got a lot more to talk about. It's giveaway time, baby. Let's talk about this. Our next giveaway right here, this was asked for. The white 49ers hat. I keep it in the ripe, the wrapping. I don't want to put my grubby hands on it. This is compliments of a Patreon member uh, that wish to remain anonymous and just support uh, the community. He wants to give away a few hats. So, this is the first one. Super easy. Hashtag CC. That gets you in there. Or, again, extra entries. Head over to my Twitter account, at JL underscore Chapman. Um, I just tweeted this out right before I hit live. All you got to do there, subscribe to the YouTube channel, retweet that tweet. That gets you another one. Um, and again, let's say you're not a Twitter guy. You're not a YouTube guy. You hide in the shadows because the dark web scares you. <laughs> you can leave us an iTunes review. Um 49ers Rush Podcast, a five-star review, put something positive, leave your email in there. That's all different ways to enter. And, of course, Patreon members, they're automatically admitted as well. So, again, you can get up to, I mean, I think 10 entries if you're part of the Jerry Rice tier um, and all that stuff, which we're going to be having a meeting, get together here in about a week and a half once preseason's over. Excited about that one. So that's coming together for all my Zoom follows um, on the Patreon. So excited to get that hat away. We'll be giving that uh, hat away at the end. End of this next game so um which is going to be kind of tough because i'm going to be at the game with my son mm, we'll have to rethink that next tuesday we will announce that <laughs> next tuesday live broadcast making adjustments on the fly oh my gosh did i really spell chiefs wrong oh my gosh i freaking love it uh yeah that's right i am a history teacher and so i sure did i'm looking at it right now that is incredible and i can't fix it live and i don't want to fix it live this is 49 rush podcast man you get what you pay for uh, <laughs> so let's transition now Let's talk a little bit about the game. We've had a couple press conference. Again, thanks to Juan Salas for cutting these up. And I want to talk about it. I want to hear about the players had to say. I want to hear what the coaches had to say. Tiny little snippets. We're not doing long bits or whatever. I don't want it to be like you're re-watching things. I want to react and have a conversation with these players and coaches and enter into dialogue with what the good and the bad and all that stuff is. And we got to start talking about our quarterback, Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. Those two right there. No doubt, Trey Lance is the future. Jimmy Garoppolo's now. And we've got some fun things to talk about both of them. So here we go. Let's start with Trey and his evaluation of how he thought his first game went. I'm ready. It was, it was, it was fun. Uh, obviously, left uh, a lot of big plays out there. Um, wish I would have, you know, had, you know, taken advantage of the opportunities that were given uh, a few times, especially at the end of the half, uh, and you know, starting that that first drive of the, the second half. Uh, but I mean, it was awesome to be out there uh, playing again. Uh, you know, have great guys around me. Obviously, just just needed to do a little bit better job getting those guys the ball. Man, I love the. There, there's a certain mentality to be a quarterback. And, you know, my son's quarterback, and I'm trying my hardest to work with them and, you know, get all these different things down and all that kind of stuff. You've got to praise flows up and down, right? That, that's just what it is. Whenever you get praise, you deflect. When blame comes, you absorb. It doesn't matter if it's your fault. You're the quarterback, it's your fault. You lost the game. Oh, you had a perfect game at quarterback. It's your fault. 
Wide receiver dropped the ball, your fault. False start, your fault. Fumble, your fault. Everything's your fault. That's the mentality. And one of the things I think, again, you know, everybody's upset about, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo and that money and all that stuff. Roll that into next year. This is one of the reasons why Jimmy Garoppolo is a locker room QB. And you got to love it. Now, Trey Lance goes 5 for 14. Not great at all. But let's hear how Jimmy says his game went and kind of compare these two QBs. I, you know, just got the, got the ball out quick. Uh, I kind of wanted to get hit a little bit, but didn't get the opportunity. I guess it's a good thing. But, uh, no, I just thought uh, the team overall, it was, it was good getting back out there with everyone, getting in the huddle, getting that feel again, and just feeling the, fan, feeling the fans on us again. It was, it was cool. Yeah, hey, quarterbacks like to get hit. Like, it shakes all the nerves that you thought you had, right? And so, like, you can kind of, like, you know, just relax, take a deep breath. It just kind of puts you in the zone. It's like a free throw for a shooter in the NBA. Once that contact comes, you can kind of like brush it out. All right, now it's go time. Now, if you just look at these two quarterbacks, Trey goes 5 for 14, okay? And that tells a lot. Not a great game. If you look at it holistically. But once you put it into context, it starts to change. He got sacked four times. Um, some of those sacks are on him. He'll talk about that. He also had four drops. Four Easy drops. Uh, you know, it's it, it's preseason for the wide receivers as well. Now you look at Jimmy. He goes three for three, but he averaged, th this is crazy, average depth of target. This is how far downfield the quarterbacks threw it. Now, again, Jimmy threw three passes, so it's a small sample size. Trey Lance threw 14. Jimmy Garoppolo's air yards per pass, 1.3 yards. <laughs> so <laughs> they're dinking dunks, baby. But that's kind of what he is, efficient. Nobody gets close to him, no sacks, no negatives. That's just what he is. Trey Lance air yards per pass attempt, 11.3. On average, 10 yards deeper per pass. And that's reflected in the yards. Uh, that, that's what shows up there. Now, here's what I thought was interesting. It was asked to Jimmy Garoppolo. What's it going to be like being in a two-quarterback system? Now, the two-quarterback system is a media-created term, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, Kyle Shanahan, the, the famous quote was, yeah, Jimmy's going to play this year. That's what it is. Now, he might not start, but he's going to have some plays. Media jumps to that, oh, we're running a two-quarterback system, and we're going to be rotating. No, 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 that's not what it is. But listen to the way in which, again, Jimmy's in every meeting. He's at every practice. Listen to the way he answers this question. I think it's very telling on a two quarterback system and what that's going to be like. Uh, it hasn't even been brought up at all. Uh, no, just really just, when you're in camp, you're grinding. You're you're worried about you know the things that you can control and things that you want to get better at, and you know try to make your weaknesses your strengths. So I think it's uh, kind of more focused on that right now. Again, it hasn't even been brought up in a meeting. Nobody's even said anything about it. This is Jimmy Garoppolo's team, and it's going to stay that way until. He proves he cannot lead this team to a championship um, for this year, for this viable year, right? Eventually, Trey's going to be the guy, no doubt about it. And I'm going to be as excited as anybody whenever that is. But understand this, and I think this is probably the most telling. I believe that in total, in total, through all of training camp in the preseason, Trey Lance has taken six, okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, snaps with the first team. Oh, offensive line. All six of those snaps, design run plays. That's it. That's it. 
So will he get some run plays and mix it up and force the other team to, you know, whatever, look at this? Yes. But I am guarantee you it's going to be at best a 90% Jimmy Garoppolo, 10% Trey Lance. That's just what it's going to be. Now, Trey comes out, you know, multiple interception game. We're down a bunch of points. That's when that will change. But again, you look at our schedule, that's not happening at least for the first two weeks. I mean, we got the Lions and the Eagles, which, hey, shout out to Daniel Ortega. I love it. Look at him setting me up for all this stuff. Who He, he asked this. Who is going? Who is going to Philly? Let, let's freaking do this. I love it. I think I deleted my, my thing. I did. Oh, there it is. My Philly road trip. So who's going to Philly? Let's set this up. The 49ers rush road trip. Here you go. Here are the details. We got everything booked, man. Everything's going on. Guess what? I got some autographed jerseys to be given away at that Philly trip today. I got some figurines. I got all kinds of stuff, man. We're going to be having a blast. Here are the details for the Philly road trip. Let's go. So excited, guys. We have worked so hard for this, and all the details are finally finished and coming together. The 49ers Rush Road Trip for our Philly game, which is going to be week two, so that's Saturday, September 18th, the night before the game, we are going to be meeting up at the Drinker's Pub, which I freaking love it. I mean, if you've ever been to Philly, or again, uh, shout out to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the pub is the heart of Philadelphia. It's just what it is. So we have, this place is awesome. I've been there before. It's only a few short blocks away from our hotel. We're staying at the awesome Warwick Hotel in Renton House Square. Come join us. We have the second floor all to ourselves. We've got pool tables. we got multiple TVs for college football on. We've got giveaways, raffles. We have our own bar service and food service. It's going to be an absolute blast. Hang out, drink, but more importantly, come for the community. It's going to be 49ers fans flying in from all over the place. From 6.30 to 9.30, if you want to go party out afterwards, that's cool. But again, we're going to be hanging out there for a long time. So head over to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Click on Philly. This is week two, okay? And buy your tickets there. They're 25 bucks, and everything that we bring in through the website, it's going back to giveaways. I've bought multiple jerseys, giveaways, autograph memorabilia. So whenever you come in, you're going to get raffle tickets, all those things. We're going to be doing trivia, lots of stuff, lots of ways just to have a blast with people that you want to hang out with. So head over there. Again, this is the Drinker's Pub Saturday, and we're staying at the Warwick Hotel. By the way, we still have discount rate available for hotels at the Warwick Hotel in Renton House Square. It's one of the best historic hotels in Philly, and you get to save about 50 bucks a night if you go over there and book it. So uh, if you haven't got tickets yet, you need to get over there, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Again, this is for week two. Let's go, baby. Have some fun with us. I'm pretty excited about it. I do want to add one thing to the, the Philly and all the road trips. You know, we're doing Philly, Chicago, and L.A., I'm not making a penny off this. <laughs> Here's what happens. Tickets are 25 bucks. Somebody buys a ticket. Once I get enough money, I buy more stuff to give away. Like, I'm losing money for every one of these. I'm not good at business. I'm good at content. And I want people to have a good time. So uh, just understand, if you're going to be around Philly that night, man, come have a good time. Because it, it, I'm, I'm really, really excited just to meet and hang out in a positive atmosphere of Niners fans that don't usually get together on the East Coast. Are you kidding me? Oh, man, I'm excited. Uh, now, real quick question. I like this. Um, Raymond, he says, Big Trent's hurt. You think we're picking up another lineman? I do not. I really don't think that we are. Um, now, school, he's done for the year. 
Now, we've got a lot of other issues out there. Sean Coleman, not been doing it. He actually had a decent showing, even though he didn't get a lot of snaps. Jalen Moore, that rookie, I'll tell you what, he got the start at left tackle, played pretty dang good. Yeah, he gave up one bad play, and that's an issue, but he's a rookie. I, I think that he looked pretty dang good out there. And I want to see what that's going to look like. And to be honest with you, I get that Trent's getting all this time off. Trent could get the entire thing off and be just fine. Remember what he came into last year? Like, that dude took a year and a half off and came in. He's got a hip issue, but right now it's not where you're trying to press anything. Trent Williams not playing a preseason game, period. I guarantee you that. He might get one series that third game, that's it. It's, it's not about that. So you allow them to rest. That's what you're doing right now. So I'm not too worried about Trent. Um, it, he, he's going to be just fine. It's a minor injury. Thank you, Kali. I'm with you there. Now, let's go back to the quarterbacks because there's a couple more clips I want to talk about. we got to talk about, you know, everybody's talking about the ADR touchdown. And I think that's key. I, I mean, it's incredible. But I don't think it was his best play of the day. But here's Trey Lance talking about what that touchdown was like. Um, and I think this is telling the way in which he answers it because whenever <laughs> Trey Lance, he's not a talker. He answers a question. This is the answer. Boom, it's done. But listen to this. Listen to this clip. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a, a naked um, with a break, really. We called it a keeper uh, with a break. Um, so came the plan was you yeah, had to come around the edge and, and pull up and, and see Trent. Um, you know, he set his angle perfectly, uh, as you saw. Uh, so for me, it was, you know, working Trent and then working to, to the high cross coming back down. Um, he was my first look. I was a little bit nervous coming around because uh, the corner had gotten hands on him a little bit. Uh, so he's probably only at, you know, five to ten yards uh, where, where typically, you know, if he didn't have hands on, he'd be already, you know, down the field at, at 15. Um, but, yeah, he, he made a great play. Obviously set the angle perfectly. Uh, so for me, it was, you know, one of those situations. Obviously, I wanted to try to get the ball in his hands. That's not a rookie quarterback answer. Okay. You ask Trey anything. And it's funny because – I have like 40 press conference clips of Trey Lance answering questions. Again, shout out Juan. All of them are 20 seconds. That one is the first one that went past 40 seconds. And again, talking about the play. Oh, we had this set up. This was the play. We're going to revert here. This was my first read. Uh, it was only about 5 to 10 yards. We wanted some more. Then I was going to go to the back down cross, but I put it out in front of him. Shout out to him. Like he, He's not taking anything on himself. And... Gosh, one, understanding the play, and I get it, he's probably lived over and over in his head. He's watched film, all those things. This is a kid, remember, who spent the most time out of the 90-man roster in their playbook? That guy right there. You mean, you don't fake that. Like, that's on the spot. Now, do I think they could do that for all the plays? Maybe not, but I don't care. That was huge. And the 80-yard play... I was sitting at Centennial Square, I think it's called, or Circle in Canton. <laughs> I had a good time at the Pro Football Hall of Fame this weekend. It was awesome. Uh, that game takes place after our event, so we go there. We've been drinking. If you watch the last episode, you can probably tell. But everybody's, like, having a party. Like, I don't know if you've been to Centennial Square in Canton. Like, it's like an outdoor festival with big screen TVs. They've got music playing. There's hundreds and hundreds of people outside partying and all this stuff. And then you got me. And I'm in a little corner watching this game on an iPad with my headphones in because there's music. But I'm there with my friends, and I'm trying to be as social as I can with my priority being the 49ers. And the game wasn't even on the TV, right, because NFL Network was showing the other game. So nobody's even watching or knowing what's going on. That play happens. Oh, man, I jumped up and started screaming. Everybody starts looking over at me. I was just like, I didn't care. 
Like, it was incredible. Like, we've seen Trey do this, you know, through training camp. We see the highlights every day after training camp practice. Him deep to Debo. Him deep to IU. Him deep to Sherfield. Like, him just deep to all these people. But for it to happen in a game-time situation like that, it was just like, whoo. Again, you know, I I did my first Patreon breakdown this morning over the first quarter. It was 32 minutes <laughs> just over the first quarter, uh, which I'm going to get the other quarters out this week. Trust me. Um, but <laughs> there's a lot of content over there on Patreon. Go check it out. But the, the thing was this. Jimmy Garoppolo's longest touchdown pass in his career, 74 yards. Might be 76. Uh, you might have stat check beyond that. This kid did it on a second pass attempt. It's preseason. I get it. Whatever. There's something to it, man. There's something to it. That's all I got to say. Now, back to what I thought was the best play of the day. We have the worst special teams in the NFL. And I I mean, it's so bad. We lose so much. And then this, just in the first quarter alone, there were four negative special teams plays. You had the terrible punt by Mitch Wisnowski uh, into the end zone when he was kicking from like the 40. Then you had the terrible punt whenever he's kicking in from our own end zone. It, it netted 28 yards. Then we had the terrible kickoff coverage where they had a good return. And then they down us on the one-yard line. Uh, well, anyway, we're down on the one-yard line. And we send this rookie kid out there. And I just thought that was incredible how confident and calm he was able to handle a play action, max protect, backed up in his own end zone for that huge play. That That's the one that should have been talked about. And when that happened, I was like, oh, my gosh. And nobody really was like even like, oh, whatever. But Kyle Shanahan noticed, um, and, and I thought that this was kind of key. So here's Kyle talking about that pass on the one-yard line. I mean, I, I do have confidence in him, um, but it's there's not much to learn from your first time running on the one-yard line, so you'd rather start it out the harder way, and whether it's good or bad, at least it's experience um, when it doesn't matter. So, um, And for him to make a big play like that, that guy wasn't the first read, the fullback in the flat is, and um, he took a hitch up and hit Charlie and made a big play, which was nice. Get, you're putting him out there in a situation where he has the chance to be successful. And I love that, you know, yeah, why, why run it there? I want to see what he can do. What did he teach you, right? It, it, he's setting himself up for real game situations. This is the preseason. He's getting to his second read backed up in the end zone. Like, and it worked out huge. And I don't know how many teams first read is fullback, second read is tight end. But, hey, here we are. It's a Kyle Shetty <laughs> type of a thing. Um, and I thought, you know, that was very telling. Now, Shanahan's going to do everything he can to squash any of this, like, Trey Lance too much hype. Uh, because, again, no coach wants a quarterback controversy, and I don't think we're there. But here's Kyle on Trey's first game and just his overall outlook on it. Um, some good, some bad. Um, made some big plays. I mean, obviously the one touchdown um, missed a couple, but, um, you know, I thought it was a good first day, though. I mean, some stuff to go over on film that we can prove on and some stuff that he did good also. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason action. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, 
four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match of up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Something to improve on, some stuff on there. Yeah, it's whatever. It's not that big of a deal. And, you know, again, colleague, awesome question. He said, do you think Kyle didn't want to show too much with Trey? Yeah, no run plays. One, you don't want him getting a hit, which he did take four sacks, and that's problematic. But you know he can run it. And, again, he's doing that in practice, and he's going to keep doing that in practice. Uh, you don't want him taking unnecessary. We know it. he ran for 1,100 yards. Zone read is not difficult, especially if you've practiced it. And he has in a very similar scheme. So you're getting those practice. You're getting those reps in there. He's going to be all right. He don't want to put that on film. I guarantee you. Because right now, I mentioned this in a previous podcast, the only mobile quarterback runs in a Kyle Shanahan system, you got to go all the way back, all the way back to those Washington days with RG3. So if people want to know what kind of running plays he's going to design with a quarterback, those people are pulling tapes from six years ago. And Kyle, I guarantee you right now in the back of his mind, he's sleeping at night knowing those defensive coordinators of Philly and the defensive coordinator for Cleveland um, are just back there just like, man, all right, digging through these old tapes, trying to figure out. And for some reason, that just man, that brings the jollies <laughs> to, to Coach Shanahan. It's just who he is. Um, so, you know, got to take that for what you want. And if it, we're going to see it, but probably not in the preseason. We might see one, but it's going to be very basic. But uh, real quick, one more thing before we um, – I want Trey to talk about this in his first touchdown because, again, if it didn't come through in that first clip, Notice how cool it is with how he talks about others. Yeah, it was super exciting. Uh, you know, it's kind of a moment you dream of scoring your first touchdown. Uh, even though it's preseason, it was pretty cool. Uh, you know, with, with my teammates, the guys in, in that locker room, that they were so excited for me uh, and for Trent making that play. Uh, so it was, it was for sure a special moment. I uh, wish I could have, again, capitalized on, on the opportunities that came after that. You, you try to mess with me in there, Kyle. I see you, man. I'm scared of spiders, bro. Don't do that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it's awesome that he capitalized on that. That's great news. Um, and one more. Guess what some other good news is, and I'm excited about this one. Man, we're going to be making some money this year thanks to this sponsor. The NFL season is about to kick off, and that means the refer return of the 49ers to Levi Stadium. As they set out to bring home Super Bowl number six, baby, with tons of questions circling the minds of the faithful, here's the deal. My bookie is here to help us make some serious cash to go along with the Niners' upcoming season. And my bookie can bet on everything in the NFL. From week one all the way up to Super Bowl 56, try your hand out on several future wagers. Here we go. You put this in before the season starts. Trey Lance, if you think he's starting early, his offensive rookie of the year odds plus 650. Who's going to take home the MVP? You got Patrick Mahomes, plus 350 odds. Aaron Rodgers, last year's MVP, plus 800. 
And heck, you can even bet on the 49ers to go all the way to the Super Bowl and win it all, plus 1,400 odds. Now, why sit around? Go to mybookie.ag and place your first wager today. On top of that, I'm going to sweeten the pot for you. If you use our promo code 49ERS49ers when you sign up, get an extra $1,000 in bonus money depending on how much you deposit. That's right, $1,000 in bonus money. Head to mybookie.ag today and start winning today. Bet anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. All right, so uh, head over there. Check that out for sure. A couple other things that I thought were pretty cool that I wanted to hit on. Um, one, this is just kind of my segue from any of the trade talk onto whatever. I, I can't tell what uh, <laughs> that uh, is on Trey's shirt. I've seen that ass a lot. I'm not sure. I, I really, really don't know. But Matthews. Oh, man, Matthews and Jerry Rice's cousin. Been with the 49ers, cut like seven times, finally comes back at tight end. I think he's making this roster. But he was asked about what the invite to trade A was because if you remember – when Kyle Shanahan went to Trey Lance's uh, second pro day, he was throwing passes to Matthews, Jordan Matthews. And so I thought this was a pretty cool clip. Because Trey did two pro days, you can't I – think, I don't think he could throw to the same receivers in the second pro day as he did the first. And um, I guess um, you're not going to have a, a destination wedding in North Dakota State, so it's kind of hard to get a bunch of guys to want to go there for anything. you know. So they just needed receivers to go catch for uh, Trey. Um, and there weren't any that were, like, willing to, I don't know, go to North Dakota State for some reason. And uh, when my agent was talking to AP um, just about it, I think uh, uh, Adam just kind of mentioned, like, yeah, we're having a hard time finding receivers uh, for Trey to go catch on my second pro day. And my agent was like, oh, really? <laughs> so he got off the phone and called me. He's like, hey, like, you're going to go to North Dakota State and go catch for this guy. Um, because we knew that the 49ers would be there. We knew there were some other teams that were going to watch. And so I was just in shape, and I just wanted to, I wanted teams to know that I was still working out, um, still trying to, to get on a roster and get into a camp. I had not yet made the decision to switch over to tight end at that time, um, but um, shortly after um, I did. But what I saw was I saw a young, talented um, player. I saw a guy who was willing to listen, a guy that was uh, wanting to ask questions. Like he asked me questions about recovery, longevity in the NFL. Um, and that's, that's all I really need to know. You know, if a guy's willing to come in and say like, hey, like I want to learn, um, he has the talent. So, you know, what kind of person is he? And I think he's a, a stand-up guy. And I think everybody's going to be able to witness that th throughout his career. Gosh, man, I freaking love it. I love it, man. How do you not like Jordan Matthews, man? I, I was so big on that guy coming out of Vanderbilt. I just loved his hands. And he's just never really found that spot. You know, he was with the Eagles. He had a couple decent years uh, moving around. But what a testament just to humanity. Like, man, if you want something, go get it. Okay, I got to fly to North Dakota for a workout. Oh, wait, the 49ers going to be there? Yeah, one more chance to show them who I am. A player, all that stuff. Gosh, man, if you want something, go get it. You know, I... I've been doing this podcast for a long time. You know, we're at episode like 410 or something. And, you know, I, I love it. The question I get a lot of times is, hey, man, I want to start a podcast. Or, you know, I'm thinking about doing this and whatever else. And here's what I tell always. Don't wait. Go. Create. What is it that you want? Go get your hustle. People all the time say like, oh, I have this job, but I really want to do this. Well, start doing it. Well, yeah, I'm just kind of busy. No, no, no. You're not busy. You're not busy. Trust me. You're not. If it's something you love, you create it. Um, it, it's just what it is. And, you know, everybody has the same 24 hours. How you spend those? 
Um, me, I spent too many. <laughs> full-time teacher, a head, head football coach for my, high, my son's high school football team. Doing this podcast four times a week on here, two times on Patreon, flying across the country way too many damn times, and trying to spend as much time with that family. But it, the thing is this, you prioritize what you care about. How much time you spend on video games? How much time you spend on that? Not that those are bad things. But if you want something, man, Jordan Matthews, hell yeah, I'm going to fly to North Dakota State. And yeah, I'm going to work out with a rookie. Even though this guy's a seven-year NFL vet, he could have been like, man, what the hell are you talking about? No, I'm going to be there. I have an opportunity. What are you going to do? Go get it. And that's what it's about. Oh, tell me you don't want a guy like that in the locker room. Man, get me pumped up. I'm excited now. I need to calm down. Y'all thought my cheeks were red earlier. Whew, ready to go. Ready to throw down. Um, some other guys that got some awesome opportunities. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about our secondary man Demo Diamador Lenore with the INT and when they asked him about it li- again we talk about Trey Lance listen to Demo yeah it happened so fast but I just want to thank the D-line for getting there and just being able to cause the quarterback to make a bad decision you know uh, I got to give it up to the D-line you know got to give up to the D-line man That that's Again, this guy just got his first career interception as uh, – it's awesome. Oh, give it up to the D-line. Um, they both played really, really well, talking about, you know, we had the three rookies out there. Uh, Ambry Thomas, who was the highest ranked or, you know, drafted, he had the worst game for sure. Demo played pretty good. Hufanga was amazing. Um, but here's Kyle talking about the rookie secondary and their snaps that they got. Um, I mean, I know they got a lot of man-to-man reps. Um, I think they challenged them a bit. You know, I think, you know, from what I saw, and I know they got beat a couple times, but I also saw them playing some tight coverage and not giving up. You know, they got a lot of reps out there and um, never seemed to tire out. Well, I know they tired out, but um, they played their hardest, and it'll be good to get that on tape. And as much tape as you can get with those rookies, um, the better. And I think D'Amico put them in a lot of man situations, which is what we wanted to see. And um, now we'll grade the tape and see if we can get better or worse from it. Man, Kyle does not want to put anything positive out there about a rookie. It's it's just like he wants that fight. You know, he doesn't want him to see the end of the tunnel. And everybody has different motivational tactics. But he usually gets a lot out of his rookies. Um, he doesn't want to go out there and just tell them like how great they played or whatever else. But man, it, so far this rookie class, it's got its ups and downs as any does. Yeah, I mean, you got to put it into perspective. No, no, no draft you're going to hit on everyone. Um, and th- there's some there's some issues. Uh, really high. You look at our second pick, which we traded back for and got Aaron Banks. Everybody thought Aaron Banks was going to be the starter day one. Uh, not looking like that's the case. But before we get on to him, I, I want to talk about the last, and I, I thought the best in the secondary. I think the best on defense. Uh, Talanoa Hufunga. This dude. Everybody's worried about, you know, okay, the speed. He doesn't have it. The injuries. He doesn't have it. Once the pads come on, players play. This kid's a player. Here's Talanoa himself. You know me, honestly, I'm, I'm still trying to just get on the 53-man roster. And for me, I just want to help the team. So any way possible, where it's special teams, uh, helping the guys out, just giving them looks. I uh, just want to do my job and do my role. You know, I think that was a, a big big part of my, my, my mindset coming in was just help the team out. And if it was on special teams, I, you know, I want to make that work as, as much as possible for sure. Dude, it, here's, here's just a funny thing about, okay, uh, 
my buddy Wad cuts all these clips. He sends them over to me. I download them. I load them into a program that I air all this on, right? This this soundboard, everything else. I have to go through and adjust the volume on every single one, okay? And it's funny because I learn, okay, on Kyle Shanahan, I got to cut it down 20 decibels, okay? On D'Amico Ryans, I got to cut it down 40 decibels, right? On Fred Warner, about 10 decibels. Like you learn all the – on <laughs> George Kittle, about 70 because he's so damn loud and pumped up, which is awesome. Well, guess what? This is the first player, Talanoa. I got to turn it up. He's so soft-spoken and just chill. And yeah, Palomalo 2.0. The hair, the background, it's his mentor. Same, U I mean, USC, I get all those things. He was the freaking Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year, by the way. Like, if people want to say, yeah, he's not Troy Palomalo. You're right. Palomalo's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, his bust, Palomalo's Hall of Fame is the coolest bust, by the way. Um, I took pictures and posted a bunch of the 49ers ones, which was really, really cool. But Palomalo's just a whole different, it's awesome. But, like, this kid's so soft-spoken. Again, talking about special teams, which he made the best plays on special teams, which is huge. He's one player away from starting safety. He's the number three overall safety. Jimmy Ward, Tavon Wilson, then it goes Talanoa. Um, now, Tart, if he comes back, his toe's not progressing at all. But, you know, Tony Jefferson, a lot of people thought he's gone already. Um, you know, Tarvarius Moore, they, maybe he can come back at the end of the year. And, and I love that Hafunga's thing since he was drafted with special teams contribution, which that's a given. We saw him make some awesome plays. Tell you right now, Hafunga going to start some games this year. But we thought next year, no, no, no. This guy's going to be out there. And, yeah, man, I, I, I'm telling you right now, if you told me we were going to draft a starting safety in the fifth round, now he's going to have his hiccups. I get that. But tell me he didn't pass that eye test. Tell me he didn't pass that eye test. Okay, he got beat on a jet sweep by Tyreek Hill on the first day. He took a bad angle. I get it. What about his angles the rest of the game? Um, yeah, Jared Maiden. I like him. But I don't think that he's in that top. I think he's after that. Uh, four, maybe five. HaHa uh, -ha Clinton Dix has been working the second team. So today, uh, you had Jimmy Ward. Tavon Wilson with the first team. Second team, you had Talanoa and HaHa Clinton-Dix. We're getting the second team defensive reps. I'm telling you right now, um, Talanoa is playing some football on defense. Yeah, he's going to be on special teams. He's doing more than that. So, it just, uh, you know, I'm just saying, stick with it because this kid, he's going to be out there. That's what it is. Uh, you know, we brought up injuries earlier, and we talked a little bit about Trent and his hip again, uh, but also a big injury on the other side. Uh, Ken Loss just struggling with some nagging injuries, uh, and this is what they had to say about his shoulder. Did Javon Kinlaw have a setback? Uh, yes, Javon hurt his shoulder last week. Um, he'll be week to week. I doubt he'll be out this. I doubt he'll be out there this week. Week to week. Um, so again, you know, you look at the the schedule. We're a good three weeks away from the start of the NFL season. So that's what that is. If it's month to month, it's going to be longer. So the expectation is you just rest him. Um, he's, he's had a great training camp in, or you know, all those. He's been up at the facility nonstop. Did have the swelling in the knee. Uh, definitely, that's one of the issues. But. You kind of move on there. And, again, we have so much depth. You're getting all those guys work at that defensive line because you can't keep them all. You can't keep them all. Um, one other thing, again, on the offensive line that I wanted to highlight is Brunskill. Back to Aaron Banks. Let's talk about him right after this clip and what the right guard spot looks like. I've been pretty – I mean, I feel as we're as deep as we've been. 
You know, I mean, you have Dan Brunskill has played every position on the field for us. Um, and he's come in as a earned his way as a backup, got a start um, a lot of games last year, right guard, I believe, then center. Um, but Dan's shown that he can start in this league. He's shown that he can play all the positions. And um, we're trying to figure out who our best five are. Um, when you have a guy like Dan, he doesn't have to be pigeonholed into one spot. So it allows us truly to pick our best five. And um, we're trying to figure that out where we're going to put our backup tackles, where we got our backup inside players, and um, who's going to be those starting inside three also. Somebody's got to step up on that inside. Um, Brunskill's starting somewhere. I guarantee you that. Aaron Banks, he's not a bust, okay? So, like, I get it. He had a bad game. He had an awful game. You know, it, you look at uh, the pro football focus scores, which that's not everything, and I'm not even trying to say that's everything. Aaron Banks played 18 snaps, okay? He gave up four pressures and 18 snaps. He had a pass block grade of zero, I've never seen that. Gave up one sack, three hurries, four total pressures. Yeah, I've never seen it, but now he got hurt, and he played through it, and then he was done. He's got he's got something to go. There's, there's nowhere to go but up, and we'll have to see what happens. And again, you have to put draft classes. It's easy to get pissed off about the second-round pick, and you, we're going to be able to name so many players after him that are going to be studs. There's no doubt about it. But you put it perspective in a hole. Okay, you got to look at everything because right now it's looking like we got a lot of hits. Trey Lance, that if Trey Lance is successful, the whole draft is a success first off. But Trey Lance, that's pointing up. All right. Trey Sermon, that's pointing up. We love that. Right. Okay. Ambry Thomas, uh, I'd say that one's flat right now. We don't know. Uh, Not a great first outing. Not bad. He's a little too handsy. He's got to work on that penalties and things like that. But man, he was out there. He's getting snaps. All right, Demo, that's pointing up. Jalen Moore, that's pointing up. Talanoa Hufunga, pointing up. Elijah Mitchell, now nah, we don't know. He didn't get snaps yet. So look at it as a whole, man. He's not a bust yet. <laughs> One preseason game, he got injured. It's going to take him some seasoning. He might be a guy that, you know, might not get a start till next year. We don't rotate offensive linemen unless there's an injury. So maybe he just takes some time off. He's played at a high level, Notre Dame. The, the one concern and probably my biggest issue with Aaron Banks currently isn't how he's played so far. It's his age. He's 24. He's a little older. The idea was you had him so he could step in and be a plug-and-play starter. Hasn't shown that yet. So, you know, I don't, I don't want to end <laughs> on that uh, note. I don't want to end on a bad note because I think we walk away from this very positive. And I think we should have that. So one of the things that I do want to talk about is just how great Juwan Jennings has been and what he has looked like because I think he's turning into the exact slot, the big-bodied slot that Kyle Shanahan wanted. And so I think we have that going for us, and I think that's huge. I want to say thank you guys to everybody. I think this is the time um, that a lot of our podcasts are going to be. We have bonus podcasts over on Patreon. If you haven't signed up over there, that's the place to go, man. Uh, So if you like this podcast, want to support it financially, again, almost all the money goes to gifts anyway and try to get film and uh, set it on these road trips. I need to start paying myself one day. Uh, Anyway, you guys are the absolute best. Please hit subscribe. Remember, we got our giveaway of the hat as well. So uh, lots of ways you can get that. Head over to my Twitter feed, at JL underscore Chapman. Retweet that giveaway. That's one. You can leave us an iTunes review, five-star review with your email in there. 
Um, that's two. Support us on Patreon. That's three. Hashtag CC. That's four. We're doing everything we can to give it away. Opportunities for everybody. You guys are incredible. Thank you so much. And man, we got another game this weekend, baby. I'm so pumped. I'm going to be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, taking my son to uh, SoFi Stadium. It's going to be a good time. If you guys are going out, let me know, man. It'd be cool to meet up and uh, grab a beer at halftime or something along that. Maybe I need to tweet out where my <laughs> where I'm going to be sitting and we can all meet up or something. But uh, till next time, you guys are the absolute best. Thank you for all the support. Uh, wouldn't do any of this without you guys. And as always, stay strong, faithful. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.